1: I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be.
3: There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. you got to be ready to throw
1: a punch. You have to be ready to throw a punch.
0: Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If you were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the f*** out of him. No, I wish we you were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. I will go and take Trump out tonight. Take them out now. Okay. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful.
3: I have thought an awful lot
1: about blowing up the White House. Please, get up in the face of some
0: Congress people.
1: People will do what they do.
0: I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. We're gonna go in there. We're
3: gonna. Well, this is just a warning to you, Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive?
1: <laughs> All right, Sandy Rios with you. Uh, there is no doubt that we are in a really dangerous place in this culture. You hear about it from me every single day. And just hearing those clips uh, uh, Chuck Schumer threatening Kavanaugh and the Supreme Court, threatening the Supreme Court. Uh, you heard a, a Democratic representative threatening Trump supporters, inferring death. You heard Kamala Harris laughing about uh, a, a death. I mean, it's it's a direct threat. It is something insidious and dangerous. We all know that, but it's hard to comprehend. Well, no one can write about it better uh, than a former uh, son of the ra- of the radical left, David First Horowitz. First came to my attention in 1997 when he wrote "Radical Son," which was a story about his own time spent in the radical left, and then he became a conservative, and then he wrote this book. I want to read something to you that he wrote uh, in regard to this book, which is called The Enemy Within, How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America. He said, I wrote The Enemy Within because I knew that if America stood a chance, Americans had to understand exactly how sinister and dangerous this anti-American movement actually is, I wrote The Enemy Within because I was the enemy within, and I know in my bones what it will take to defeat them. I wrote The Enemy Within because we've reached the point in our history where we either win these political battles or lose everything that makes us prosperous and free. And with that, David Horowitz, best selling author, founder of the Horowitz Freedom Center in Los Angeles, founder of Front Page Mag, and many, many other things, joins me this morning. Good morning, David.
2: Good morning.
1: Hey, David, uh-huh. let's. Yeah, well, yes. You're in the center of uh, the enemies within, aren't you? I think there were enemies in Los Angeles before they made their way to Indiana. You're right in the middle of it, aren't you?
2: Yeah, actually, the Midwest had a big contribution in Flint, Michigan. Is where the weather people, Ugh, the weather yeah. terrorists came from. But um, here's the thing. This is a... Just put it bluntly, first of all, people are not talking about the problem as it is we have we are in the first stages of a fascist regime in this country. Um, there is a witch hunt going on in our military two two months stand down in the military while a witch hunt conservatives uh, There is a witch hunt going on in the Department of homeland uh, security there's a which uh and the Capitol Police in Washington, under Nancy Pelosi's control, um, the the last sentence of my book, "The Enemy Within: How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America," is that everything the Democrats have done shows you that this is not about uh, one man, Donald Trump. It's not about winning. An election. It's about establishing a one-party state. They the these bills they have up the HR one. Uh, That's the election a, bill. Just it, so people know. They destroy. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're out to destroy the electoral system. Uh, they want. They stole this last election, and they want to steal everyone in the future. David, uh, when you when you say elections. If the Democrats look at their agenda, if you uh, have any sense of what the American arrangement is, you'll be horrified. They want to pack the Supreme Court and in that way make it an appendage of the legislature Mm -hmm. so that there would no longer be an independent branch of government that can tell legislators that the laws they're making are unconstitutional. Um, they have opened our southern border to terrorists, criminals, cartels, sex traffickers. And if you take the estimate, is that there'll be a million illegals entering the country and 10% of them will have be COVID carriers. That's 100,000 COVID carriers. If you cared about the people in this country, you would never do something like that. Um, I has no rationale except to spite um, Donald Trump. Yeah, uh,
1: hey, but uh, David, they, let me ask you a question. To, hey, David, uh, let me ask you a question. When you yeah. say that they want to establish a one-party rule, I think a lot of people think, "Oh, we would all be Democrats." Well, what's wrong with that?
2: I think well, you're talking about not something. Democrats and they're <laughs> racist. They're anti-American, racist people. You know. We're, we're, Conservatives are just too polite, Sandy. These people are stone-cold racist. Everybody knows it. Everything they say shows it. One of Biden's first things that he said when he became president was that every aspect of American life is touched by systemic racism. This is a monstrous lie worthy of our enemies in uh, Iran and communist China and Russia. Their propaganda departments say things like that. To have a president say it is so dangerous. There is no systemic, well, there is the only systemic racism in America is affirmative action, which got a pass from the Supreme Court. But uh, systemic racism was outlawed in 1964 by the Civil Rights Act. Uh, If you read it, or read the summary in my book, The Enemy Within, you'll see that it explicitly makes institutional racism and systemic racism illegal. So if there were systemic racism, say, in our police departments, uh, who are the target of these people because they're revolutionaries and they they want to destroy the first line of uh, domestic defense uh, even as they're conducting this witch hunt in the military. Um, If there were systemic racism in our police departments, first of all, they'd have to fire all those black police chiefs, wouldn't they? Who are chiefs in our major cities. Uh, But secondly, there would be lawsuits It's illegal. There would be a tsunami of lawsuits if there was systemic racism in every aspect of American life. There are no lawsuits, and that's because it doesn't exist. David,
1: let's go back. Let's go back for a second because um, we're going to talk about all of these things. We're going to revisit everything that you just said. Uh, But you wrote a really compelling little piece. It's short. It's why you wrote this book. I recognize, you know, you've relived your past a million times and certainly with me since 19, what, 90, 1994, whenever that book came out. Uh, but I, I really do think we need to lay the groundwork here for your, why you have such passion and such knowledge about this. You start out by saying 50 years ago, I was a Marxist revolutionary editing the largest magazine of the new left and hell-bent on bringing the American century to an end. What was the plan then when you were a
2: Marxist? It's the same point? as today. The, the, there is no plan. The left has no plan. Uh, it, it, they opened the whole, a 3,000-mile border without any idea of how to deal with, with our predictable results. Um, you know, Nobody can be surprised that there's a flood of uh, uh, I don't, illegals trying to get into our country. Nobody can be surprised... That they come in unvetted, carrying COVID. Um, that you know, that sixty countries are now pouring across our borders, including but David, terrorist but, but
1: David, let me ask you something because we—I've always, always been taught um, or studied that the left plans everything. That they—they're doing a long march through the institutions. That they think decades ahead. That they, they, they plan and yeah, they, they it's
2: That's to overthrow the government. To take control of the Democrat Party, Barack Obama was raised the same way I was by communists. The difference between us is he never left the communist movement. Uh, he's the one who started politicizing, pointing political generals. Uh, just as one example, um, Kamala Harris's parents were Marxists. Uh, you know, I could go on. The, the, Louis Farrakhan has a big caucus in the Democrat Party that nobody's talking about. It. I've just written an article on it, which will be out soon. Um, so I, the left planning. The, I left the left when I realized it's not about justice. It's not about peace. It's a hate America left. It's about destroying America. Left. They have no plan what to do when it's destroyed because they have no understanding. Uh, for example, of our political system, checks and balances. The founders were brilliant. And it's probably, or it's not probably, it's because, it's because they were Christians. And they understood that the social problem is caused by us, all of us. So you, you can't redeem the world um, by political force, because the people you're empowering and making heroes of are subject to the same corruption as the people who caused the problems in the first place. And I realized David- it was an anti-American party when the left succeeded in driving America out of Vietnam. We in 1975 we abandoned our allies, the Vietnamese, and withdrew our troops because of the domestic pressure of the left, just the way they're destroying police departments today. And the communists came in and they proceeded to slaughter two and a half million Indo-Chinese peasants. And there wasn't one single demonstration against that. No, against I, that. Oh, I it remember. It never remember. an anti-war movement. Yeah. It was always an anti-American movement, and it yeah. still is.
1: Yep. Let me also interject uh, part of your history. You were involved with the Black Panthers, very involved with them. And you had uh, the, the real turning point. I, I remember you hired a black woman to be the bookkeeper, and she was murdered by the Black Panthers. And right, they blamed and all the, my
2: friends said the white power structure killed her. Yeah,
1: yeah well, yes. I, and
2: I knew that it was the Panthers.
1: So that's when you left the movement. Uh, but you were raised in a communist uh, family, and so you have, you have the gravitas to write about this stuff and the understanding that some of us lack, David. And so when we return now, let's get particular about some of the things you talked about. Let's talk about how the, the Democratic Party has turned into a complete leftist operation. Let's talk about how that happened. My guest is David Horowitz. The book is called The Enemy Within, How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America. This is Sandy Rios in the morning on AFR Talk.
0: Andy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. So let me say this. Despite the results of the vote on Donald Trump's conviction in the court of impeachment, he deserves to be convicted. And I believe he will be convicted in the court of public opinion. He deserves to be permanently discredited. And I believe he has been discredited in the eyes of the American people and in the judgment of history. Even though Republican senators prevented the Senate from disqualifying Donald Trump for any office of honor, trust, or profit under these United States, there is no question Donald Trump has disqualified himself. I hope, I pray, and I believe that the American people We'll make sure of that. And if Donald Trump ever stands for public office again, and after everything we have seen this week, I hope, I pray, and I believe that he will meet the unambiguous rejection by the American people.
1: Okay, so that was Chuck Schumer, the majority leader in the Senate, the the, the Democratic majority leader. And one wonders how... The Democrats became so hate-filled toward the Republicans, so destructive—not uh, just a disagreement on policy, but an absolute abject hatred and and a bent on uh, hell bent on destruction. How did that happen? David Horowitz is my guest. The Enemy Within is his book. Uh, David, h- how honestly did you way <laughs> back when you were a radical, did you see the Democratic Party as the as the avenue through which America was going to be destroyed? I. I
2: saw it as the enemy, actually. Uh, I was absolutely bewildered when Tom Hayden and Jane Fonda led the left, which had been trying to burn down the country. There were many, many bombings at the time. Um, Marched them right into the Democrat Party. We always saw the Democrat Party. Uh, I I, I was what you might call an idealist, however Bizarre, bizarre that sounds. I actually <laughs> believed in our propaganda so I I thought the Democrats uh, were uh, you know, part of the ruling class Hayden what, here's what happened at the 1968 Democrat Party convention Tom Hayden staged a riot I know this because I know when he was planning it and I kept my people at I was editing the largest magazine of the left from going to Chicago for the convention because I knew there was going to be bloodshed. Uh, And I I, I, I never threw a rock in the 60s. I wasn't about bloodshed, but Hayden was. So they staged a riot for one reason. They wanted to destroy Hubert Humphrey. Hubert Humphrey was like a 95% down-the-line liberal but he he supported the war against the communists and that was his sin these jane fonda once gave a speech at the university of michigan saying if people understood what communism was they would go down on their knees and pray for it to come that was that's the mentality of those people then they marched into the democrat party in the campaign of george mcgovern I, 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 as I say, I was horrified by that. I I actually, it's like the difference between me and like Bernie Sanders. Um, I don't have three mansions or whatever, three homes, and I'm not making millions of dollars uh, having never held a a legitimate job. Uh, But there were plenty of people in the left who were cynical that way. So they... They they just they created these radical caucuses, the black caucus, the progressive caucus, uh, that are composed by, you know, communists like Max and racists like Maxine Waters. Um, and they infiltrated the Democrat Party and with the election of Barack Obama they took it over. It is it is now the party of the hate America left, and that's what it is. That's what they do. You can't understand them opening the southern border uh, for anybody who cares about the people in this country, or you know what are they putting them up in hotels? They spent eighty-one million dollars putting illegals up in hotels. I mean, this is a war against America that the Democrat Party is conducting.
1: Well, and And I so everybody
2: can see it, but. Mm. People are not naming it. And what my book, The Enemy Within, does is it explains all this, just what I said. Um, and names, it uses the proper names. These people, it's like they banned Dr. Seuss. Um, and we call it cancel culture. That sounds like, uh, you know, you put a an, an X next to something. It's book burning. It's what the Nazis did in the 30s. It's just the you know, modern way in a digital age of banning books. These are fascists, and they want to destroy. I mean, they, they're, you know, take their attack on the religious foundations of this country. The, the Equality Act, they have two, two bills up there. One will destroy the electoral system. Uh, they don 't want voter IDs because they want to steal elections there 's no other reason for not having voter uh, photo ids if, if not ha- first of all, you need a photo ID to get food stamps to get welfare to get prescription drugs. Second of all, if that was the problem that you just create a government agency to create photo IDs for anybody who needs them couldn 't even be that expensive, but it would ensure that it was difficult to steal election, the last thing the Democrats want. Um, I I don't know how to... Look, take what happened on January 6th. We had a whole summer of blowing up. There were 220 cities that were attacked. There were 633 riots. Uh, They killed people. They burned buildings. Um, they, they created uh, chaos in the, in the streets. They tied up police forces so they couldn't help actual victims of crime. And it was all supported by the Democrat Party. It was all in cities with Democrat mayors and Democrat city councils like Minneapolis. Every, there isn't a Republican in sight in running Minneapolis. It's police departments and so forth. They're all Democrats.
1: Um, well, also, David, we should say that, and in that summer leading up to the election, the other part of this was that the Justice Department, under uh, now, just I can't think uh, under the Attorney General that President Trump appointed, were filled, filled, filled with leftists, Marxists uh, that were appointed by Barack uh, Obama, he, and then he, made they, permanent yeah, employees. The who is
2: running the Civil Rights Division is a raving lunatic, racist, Kristen Clark. And a Black Lives Matter supporter, and now she's sick. The Attorney General Garland. I'm so happy that Trump blocked Garland, uh, and, and and McConnell blocked Garland. Uh, you know they're conducting a witch hunt in the Louisville Police Department, and and of course in the Minneapolis Police Department, um, which will hog tie the police and will cause more of them to quit and it'll mean more criminal attacks on poor people who don't live in gated communities or have private security. Uh, but you contrast what happened this summer with the full support of the Democrat Party. Kamala Harris was bailing people out of jail who had been arrested for criminal acts. Uh, with What happened on January 6th, they didn't burn anything. They didn't burn the Capitol. They didn't destroy things. Uh, everybody who died uh, in the crush, well, most of them were from natural causes, heart attacks and the like. that shouldn't have been there if they knew they had weak hearts. Uh, and then there was a murder. Ashley Babbitt, a 14-year veteran, Air Force veteran, was murdered by a capital police officer who shot her. It's videoed. We have videotapes of the murder. She was threatening nobody. She was unarmed. She's a small person. Um, what did they do? Uh, they, they didn't arrested, bring charges. They arrested the journalist who yeah. took the video. Yeah. They have people in jail. They're still in jail without bail That's right. since January. Uh, and Pelosi has protected. She's in charge of the Capitol Police. We don't know the identity of the officer. There's no investigation, and they've already said there will be no charges filed against him.
1: Yes, so, and you, you know,
2: David, they, you know, we not, don't even
1: we're not even yeah. sure he's uh, pe- Capitol Police. It's possible he's Secret Service. They never did even yeah, determine I that.
2: I, I just is heard what this the Nazis did, but there's uh. the, a. The, 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 the Weimar Republic was a democracy. Hitler was actually elected to be yes. chancellor. The minute he became chancellor, the Nazis burned the Reichstag, which is their capital, blamed it on a Dutch communist, and then instituted laws and witch hunts to establish the Third Reich. That's what we're facing here. America is a much more difficult environment to create a fascist state, but that's what they're about. That's the, the They have nothing but contempt for the, even the people who elected them, Kamala Harris and, and, and Biden. They haven't been to the border. Uh, they lied. And Joe Biden lied his way through the campaign. You know, Donald Trump made promises during his campaign, and he kept them. Joe Biden promised to be a moderate, uh, to represent all the people, including Republicans who didn't vote for him, uh, and to be most interested in unity. He's the most divisive president in our history. He's ruled, he, he called ruling by executive order what dictators do, and that's the way he's ruled mainly. Uh, th- these people have an agenda, and the agenda is to destroy.
1: A, a, America as it exists. David, David, let me ask you something. Last time we talked, we were so optimistic, you and I both. We were t- the election had not taken place yet, and you felt very strongly President Trump would win again, and I did too, and he actually did win. But I, uh, I'd be curious to know how you think we got so quickly from there to this point,
2: where we are, mm-hmm. like, sinking, sinking quickly. You know, I blame, in part, Republicans for this. Republicans and conservatives are too polite. You still have people calling these people liberals when they're vindictive bigots. I mean, their their, um, Equality Act, the second bill they have, is designed to destroy religion and, and religious institutions. If you have a a Christian hospital that doesn't believe in abortion, they're going to be forced to to give abortions. Um, They'll be forced to, uh, you know, cut off the breasts of 14-year-olds who are confused about their gender. Uh, it's, It's the end of America as we know it, and it's already in the legislative chamber. And they're doing this all with a one vote majority. Yes. It shows you how contemptuous they are.
1: You know, when the they American took over. The American
2: people, the American system, they, just, well, that's they another... just have utter contempt for it.
1: There's a, that's the other similarity to me with the Nazis. You know, as you said, Hitler uh, was defeated more than once before he ever rose to power. He was not popular. And when he took over, it wasn't by enormous amounts, it was just a little bit. But it was enough for him to take power, which is really what we are seeing. And one more thing. Yeah, but
2: they, they have no they have no respect for people who disagree with them. They no, only contempt. I mean, look, I mean, Biden won't even meet with McCarthy. You know, they have nothing but contempt for the American system, and it shows every time they open their mouths. It really does.
1: They're not even hiding it anymore. They're not even hiding it. Why should they
2: when Republicans are calling them liberals? And we're talking about cancer culture instead of book burning and Nazi culture.
1: Well, and also, like, Senate Republicans are voting on these radical nominees with very few exceptions, David. They've been voting overwhelmingly. Yeah, they
2: should have boycotted them. You, You know, people forget when Trump had a terrible time. Getting his nominations through, they—they you were calling everybody a racist, just uh, and and you know that they're they're racist themselves.
3: They're racist
2: towards white people, who are the villains, the white supremacists, so so called. Um, The most racist organization, the largest racist organization in America, happens to be black. It's the nation of Islam. It believes that white people were created by a mad scientist named Jacob who diluted the blood of blacks and created these morally inferior beings who are white devils. That's their term for it. Uh, You know, there's a dozen or more Farrakhan supporters in in the Democrat Party who are members of Congress and members of the administration. It's just, you know, I, I mean, Al Sharpton was Obama's plink person on civil rights I mean this (laughs) racial arsonist bigot Uh, oh you know you could go on and on
1: yeah Uh, absolutely David I want to ask you one key question and I, I don't know we're going to take a break here but when we come back I want to know If you have an idea of who is actually running things now, it's not Joe Biden. It's not Kamala. I don't even believe it's Obama. People speculate that. Is it a committee? Is it a group? What do you think? My guest is David Horowitz. The book is The Enemy Within.
0: Don't forget to connect with Sandy Rios in the morning on Facebook or email Sandy at Sandy at AFR.net. That's Sandy at AFR.net. Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio.
3: Today, we feel a sigh of relief. Still, it cannot take away the pain. A measure of justice isn't the same as equal justice. This verdict brings us a step closer, and the fact is, we still have work to do. We still must reform the system. America has a long history of systemic racism. Black Americans, and black men in particular, have been treated throughout the course of our history as less than human. Black men are fathers and brothers and sons and uncles and grandfathers and friends and neighbors. Their lives must be valued in our education system, in our health care system, in our housing system, in our economic system, in our criminal justice system.
1: That was your Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, the, uh, the cheerleader for Black Lives Matter, the communist Uh, vice president. Now, is she in charge? She's supposed to be looking, overlooking the border. She has even yet to go down there. Uh, So she's not really running it. And Joe Biden is for certain not really running it. David Hortwitz is my guest. His book is The Enemy Within, How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America. There's a heavy hand behind all of this, David. Do we have any idea if there's a person? Is it a committee? What do you think?
2: It's an ideology that organizes them. Um, I deal with it in my book. Uh, uh, They're teaching it now in our schools. For example, uh, one of the things I I discuss is a curriculum, which is in 13 states already, but there there are other curriculums that do the same thing. Um, In Santa Barbara, they put a million dollars, the Democrats who run Santa Barbara, California, a million dollars behind this curriculum. Uh, and and there's a chart which I reprint. It's called Forms of Oppression. This is for high school students. Um, If the oppression is racial, the oppressor, then it has a column for who the oppressor is, white people, and who the victims are, people of color. Um, Like I said, the biggest racist organization in America is the black organization. It's called the Nation of Islam. Has an estimated fifty thousand members. The Ku Klux Klan has three thousand. That that tells you what the reality is. Uh, not only that, it has all these congressional Democrats who are supporters of of Farrakhan. Um, if you go, you know, you look if it's uh, gender oppression, the oppressors are males and the victims are females, and then it has religious oppression. The oppressors are Christians, and the oppressed are all other religions. This includes Islam, which has slaughtered hundreds of thousands of Christians for being Christian in the last few years, actually, including destroying the oldest Christian community in the world in Iraq. The temple in Mosul in Iraq had continuous sermons since the time of St. Paul, and the Islamists destroyed it. But those Islamists, the Kamala Harriss are always defending. The the Muslims, who are actual victims, they're in concentration camps in China. Uh, they can't get the time of day from the Democrat Party. Uh, uh,
1: so you say it's an ideology that people have it's an been, grown people up with. People used to
2: ask me in the 60s, is it the Russians who are, you know, supporting, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a set of ideas. And the idea that they, they've now institutionalized it in our schools, are, you know, they're getting it from kindergarten up, is all the lies that Kamala Harris told, America's a racist nation, blacks aren't considered Actual people, uh, you know, we, the fact of the matter is, every black slave brought to this country was enslaved by a black African and sold at a slave auction in Africa. And it's white people who declared for the first time in human history that all men are created equal and endowed by their Creator with a right to liberty. That's what ended slavery. 350,000, mainly white, mainly white Christian lives, were sacrificed to defeat the slave South. And the sins of segregation and all the systemic racism were then confined to the defeated South until the triumph of the Civil Rights Movement. But we've had for 60 years a country where there's no systemic racism, yet our children are being taught uh, you know, that white, white people are monsters yes. in the country. This country well, is a racist country. That's what binds them together. That's where they go in. They don't recognize black criminals. Look, this uh, black teenager in Ohio who was in the process of stabbing and murdering Another black teenager was shot by a cop who saved the black teenager's life. And yet, Black Lives Matter and all these leftists want the cop indicted for murder. That's how extreme they are. Yes, well, we can't see straight. We're seeing that
1: on our, yeah, we see that in our headlines. I think people really do get that, David. You write about something in your book we should talk about, and that is the black list. What is that?
2: Well, you know, it's part of this Nazi culture of trying to, you know, instead of the American way, which has always been you compromise and you live and let live and you wait for the next election, the Democrat Party is out to destroy people in its way. They did that with the Kavanaugh nomination, they crucified Kavanaugh. Um, and, and the Democratic Party, well, you played that vicious speech by Schumer. You know, Schumer should have been kicked out of the Senate for saying things like he did, threatening the uh, Supreme Court justices if they well, voted.
1: That's another, well, let's add, that's another case where the Republican leadership did nothing. They did nothing. They yeah, said well, by— the,
2: That's the point. That's why we're losing. Yeah. You know, I've been a victim of this. Well, there are so many people. I mean, they deplatformed the president of the United States. That's a blacklist. The president of the United States, who got even in a... By the way, I have a whole chapter on the fake election. Even in the, that last election, he got 75 million votes. He probably got 80 million. Yes, but I But 75 so million Americans support Trump, and they decided... He, he shouldn't be able to communicate to his supporters or anyone else. Um, I described, I gave a speech in which I basically was to a, a, a an organization of state legislatures, le- legislators and I gave a speech berating Republicans for not being, not standing up uh, and 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 stopping these things. And the example, I gave the example that the curriculum uh, in schools in California and New York uh, are designed uh, by uh, racists, Black Lives Matter racists, and uh, and Muslim jihadists. I kid, do not care, as doing these curriculums in New York. That was that one sentence in a 15 page speech was singled out by a Democrat legislator who was there. And before I knew it, 79, uh, leftist organizations sent letters to the sponsors. This was a bipartisan organization. It's called the Alec. It has been around for 20 years. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they said that this racist David Horowitz, uh, Of course, they didn't quote what I actually said or anything. Uh, And I think that Alec lost probably $100,000, and Verizon was its chief earliest sponsor, and they pulled out. And uh, without any comment on what I actually said, they just took the word of these, I, I call them fascists, but you can call them communists, same thing. And then they used me, this happened in August 2018, to try to destroy Ron DeSantis. Um, The headline in Huffington Post was Ron DeSantis gives four paid speeches for infamous racist David Horowitz. No evidence, nothing I've ever said. I've written millions of words They can't find a sentence that I've written that's racist. Uh, It doesn't matter because it's, as Alan Dershowitz says, guilt by accusation has replaced due process for the Democrat Party. They're ruthless. I mean, Trump has said this. Trump is the only Republican I know who's called a Democrat a racist, even though the whole party is a racist party, and anybody can see that. Uh, who isn't blinded by their their ideology. You know, one um, thing that
1: I came across yesterday, David, this will be interesting to you, I think. I was just doing a uh, uh, an interview on the amount of money that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has been spending on abortion, how, how much they spent in 2019. It's just unbelievable. And I found it so ironic that he is the one that's pushing, you know, the vaccine for the whole world. Because that you know that's he's trying to save lives. I'm sure that's the that's the premise that Bill well, Gates I, is trying to know, save I the have planet. To say, At, but I, he doesn't I, really I, care th- about life. At the same time, he's spending all this money to abort babies. That's what I'm I trying to say. I know they got in
2: trouble for this, but to me, when I came into the right, I, I said, "Where's the ground on me? You have know, all these leftists that are harassing and threatening politicians and corporations until they get on their wavelength. And the only organization at the time that I saw doing something similar was Operation Rescue, and I think they they got cowed. I think the to me the source of most optimism most is is the pro life movement, but they have to get tougher with the language. These people do not respond to arguments because they're they, they inhabit an alternate universe when it comes to facts.
1: Yeah.
2: As when no, a cop true. saves a black kid's life, they see him as a murderer. You have to keep that in mind uh, to understand these people. Yeah. But they can't handle being called racist baby killers and whatever else. Uh, you have to go for the jugular.
1: Yes, That's my and advice. I did. You know what? I should uh, expand. Bill Gates was targeting with his Planned Parenthood money, targeting minority, black, African, brown people yeah, it's for genocide. abortion overseas. Yes, yeah, so he is a racist, but he's pretending as though he's a uh, you know wants to save people. I we only have a few minutes left, so David, any do you see how, how can we fight this? Are, is it too late? Are we able to actually no, push no, back? No, on no. That?
2: Trump has given us a tremendous gift. As I said, when I looked around in the mid-80s, I said, where's the ground army of the right? And the Tea Party was like the beginning, but it was on a pretty small scale compared to what Trump has done. You, you look at those crowds. I mean, one of them I mentioned in my, my book is that he went to Butler and has a population of 1,240 people, but 50,000 people turned out in the cold of night to hear his speech. So he has tens, if not hundreds of thousands. Uh, he's, he's got a movement. And that movement, if they stay organized and, and be aggressive, they need to be harassing school boards, school teachers, superintendents of schools. They need to be sit-ins at Twitter and Facebook for their censorship. You have to do what the left does without becoming barbarians like the left.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, but that's If you're not fighting
2: fire with fire, you're losing.
1: Well, you know, and Gavin Newsom is going to be recalled, and at least there's going to be a vote to recall him in California. Gretchen Whitmer is in trouble in Michigan, and there are other organizations locally that are actually doing something, and that's yeah, we encouraging. We now have a
2: grassroots conservative. Yeah. The Lord. Enemy
1: Within is the name of the book. It's how a totalitarian movement is destroying America. My guest, David Horowitz. Sandy Rios in the morning on AFR Talk.